0: welcome to the show. I am your host Maggie Cavanaugh and today I have with me a brother in Christ, Eric Rutherford. And you will know Eric and if you do not encourage you to uh, get to know him because I've got his website right up here on the screen. It's entrustingthefaith.com which I absolutely love that name because in a day and age that we live in so many people are not trusting their faith. They're not trusting the word of God. They're not leaning on him. But Eric has written a book that I am so excited about. It's called Leading Well at Home. And I, there we go. My lighting is not pulling it up there. Well, There we go. I don't know if you can. There we go. That's it right there. Okay. screenshot. Everybody screenshot. (laughs) What this is, is a a resource that it will actually encourage men. The subtitle is how husbands and fathers can biblically lead their families. Eric, welcome to the broadcast.
1: Maggie, thank you for uh, thank you for the invite. I appreciate it.
0: Well, I so enjoyed being on your podcast not too long ago. For those of you that do not know, Eric has an amazing podcast. You can get that on subscribe on Apple and all the different platforms. And I encourage you to do that because he has had a plethora of great hosts or guests on there that has spoken a lot of truth. And at a time we live in today, the, the word truth gets a little muddy people you know they think they've got their own truth or you know and the only truth that we know to be true is is the Mm -hmm. word of god and uh, eric i want to thank you for the integrity of your podcast Mm -hmm. and what it's doing for the lives of those listening
1: oh my pleasure yeah it's it is really just um it's the lord's work and you know just trying to be faithful with it so
0: yes, i'm I am very, very grateful for that. So Eric, <laughs> what brought you into podcasting? Was that after the book or was the it, which came first? the chicken or the egg the book? Yeah,
1: the podcast came after the book because I did everything backwards. And so <laughs> <laughs> so the, the podcast what what happened was um I'd written a book and then it was self-published, and so then I had to figure out how to like market it and pump, you know get get the word out. And I was talking with a good friend and he suggested doing a podcast. And I thought, okay, I mean, because I, I, I had listened to podcasts, I've been listening to podcasts, so I understood what they were, but then it became, okay, let's do it. And so I did like 10 episodes in the fall of 2020. So the book came out uh, just a little before then, did 10 episodes. I interviewed uh, 10 dads, basically 10 guys who, who were husbands, who were fathers, who were doing the, who were doing the work. Right. And so I had conversations with them. I did just a single season. And then it, what was really cool is I got to see even like in February, March, some of the episodes were still being downloaded. I wasn't marketing. I wasn't promoting, wasn't doing anything. and I thought, OK, we need to we need to keep this thing going. And so I started back up last summer, uh, really trying to and then broadening the scope of who. Uh, reached out to and invited, and we've been running. We've been running with it ever since then. So yeah, the podcast really came from trying to get word of the book out.
0: I love that. I love that. And has it grown into so much more? Just the name of it. Uh, you know, the subtitle of the podcast is so future generations may know Christ, and I cannot think of anything more important right now in this season than imparting into the next generation. Mm. And so how, was that something that, um, whenever you were writing the book, uh, you were kind of like, Hmm, this is going to impart and change the landscape of next, uh, next generations of the households.
1: Yeah. You know, that's, it, it's been sort of a, a journey with that. And so, you know, starting out, uh, the book kind of came about, I'll say by accident, but really the Lord just challenged me. You know, it was one of those, uh, my wife and I were at a, we're at a homeschool conference. And I remember sitting in one of the sessions. Uh, it was, it was a great session. A um, uh, lady was speaking about, about education, about different things she's doing for moms and kids. And it was, I mean, it was great content. Absolutely. And I remember sitting there going, man, where? where are the dads in this? You know, where are the guys? Uh, Cause we need to be in there somewhere. And so I chatted with her afterwards and, you know, I said, you know, I love what you're doing, but I mean, do you see like guys, you know, doing their job, right. You know, leading and, and being that, uh, being of consequence in the home. And, you know, she said she saw more women than men just as, as a, just a, trend, the guy's not doing what really we need to be doing. And I remember walking out of that conversation feeling really, and I was just kind of heartbroken. I was telling my wife about that and, um, and, and, you know, the Holy Spirit does what he does and, and, you know, speaks through our spouses and, and really, uh, you know, she said, well, Eric, what, what would you do if you didn't know what you know? And I thought, Oh, and it was like one of those, I know we were still walking through the hallways, but it felt like I just got hit in the chest. And, and so then I, I just started brainstorming. Okay, Lord, what would you have, what would you have me communicate that would help those who don't know in order to help their families? It was really kind of the impetus behind it. And so it is with this idea of how do we take what God has commanded us to do? to know him, to worship him, to serve him. And how do we model that for, for our kids, for those around us, uh, knowing that they will have an influence and a legacy of their own. Mm-hmm. And because we're going to have a legacy, you That's know, right. we will have a legacy of some kind. If If you just watch Netflix all day for the next 30 years, you will have some kind of legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And so the question is, what kind of legacy you're going to have? And is it glorifying to God uh, or not? And so we have that we are called to do that. And so we, but it, it has to be intentional. But I know for a lot of guys, you know I remember, I, you know when I was getting married and I got married, I knew I was a believer. But man, I didn't know what to do with any of this stuff. Like I was really young in my faith. And so it was like, I just needed some, like some rails to run on, so to speak, you know, this idea of give me some steps that I can take. And that really was kind of the driving force uh, behind the book is how can we give uh, some guys some, some action steps that they can then take and apply with the intent of this, this is not a a for the moment kind of thing. This is generational in scope.
0: Wow. I absolutely love that because it is so important that we do in part. And I love what you said about the Netflix things, because it reminds me of just how, you know, everybody's going somewhere, but they're not going somewhere on purpose. And I think Mm -hmm. uh, Craig Rochelle said that once and it kind of Stopped me in my tracks. And I thought, wait a minute, am I being intentional and on purpose with the impartation of the younger generation that God has placed in my sphere of influence? And there's nothing more important than having a strong biblical foundation within the home. And I'll tell you, Eric, I, I raised my boys as pretty much a single parent. And it, it was hard to play that role of mom and dad both. And I did not get saved until they were, one was in the fifth grade and one was in the eighth grade going into high school and so it was such a radical shape just a shift uh, and and a shaping of who I was trying to figure out all of my junk and I look back on that and a lot of times if you're you know if you're a parent and you're watching this, And you are dealing with mommy or daddy guilt and you're going, oh, I can't receive what he's saying because I've been a horrible parent. Today is a new day. This is steps, resources to get into your hands, regardless of what type of father you've been. Or if you were a single mother Mm -hmm. and you're thinking, oh, I blew it nothing is too late his mercy is so great he's so gracious to us and the you know bible talks about weeping endures for the night and joy comes in the morning and i don't know who that's for because i know eric a lot of times when people see content like this they're like i've already blown it it's too late what would you say to the to the father that's listening to this going i've already screwed up eric Mm -hmm. you don't understand i'm a horrible husband horrible father
1: Well, you know, first I'd say it's not like I'm perfect, man. I have messed up a lot. Right. And if you talk to my family, they'll be like, yeah, okay. I get that. (laughs) I mean, but so, so, but, but something we have to really kind of get our heads around is when we come to faith in Christ, right. When, when that moment happens, um, we, we are saved. God God justifies us. He calls us his own. We're sealed with the Holy Spirit, like that promise is there for eternity. And then we spend the rest of our breathing days walking with him in that. I'm going to use that big theological term, that sanctification process where we become more like Christ and less like sin. And it's a roller coaster. Right. It, it, it's like one of those volatility markers, you know, in the stock market, because there are days when we're growing and there are days when we mess up. And so there's all these things going. But but the hope is and the goal is that the trend line is moving towards more holiness. I right. Mean. So so when we, you know, when if we look at today and we say, OK, I've, I've messed things up. OK. How can it be different a year from now? So if I draw the line in the sand and say, okay, I know I can't be perfect going forwards, but Lord help me to grow in holiness and in obedience to your word and in your grace so that a year from now I can look back and say, I'm, I'm different. I'm not as far along as I'm, I'm, you know, you want me to be, but I'm farther along than I was. And so I think that's something we also have to get in our heads. And a great example was I heard, Um, I heard somebody talking about dropping their oldest son, their their oldest child off at college. This was the first one. They dropped him off at college. They, you know, they left after dropping him off just in tears, just in tears thinking, I have, I wasted so much time. Now, this was a believer. This was a guy who's doing the right things, but just like this, oh my word, and, and you know, talking to a friend uh, who's then said, you know what, God is big enough to redeem all of our mistakes and yeah. all of our, so, you know, it's, that's something else is I have to look back and say, okay, the Lord and ask the Lord, please redeem those mistakes for your glory, uh, for their good. Because um, I can only, I can only be, make decisions from here going forward. So, you know, I would say those two things, you know, seek to, to grow in holiness and remember that the Lord can redeem, but we, we do need to take action. You know, we can't just, we can't just mail it in and say, Oh, too late. You, you have the here and now. So what you do going forward matters.
0: That's so important. And I'm so glad that we addressed that. I just felt led by the Holy Spirit that somebody is going to see this broadcast and think, I just can't measure up. Uh, Being a great dad or a good dad and all of that just seems so overwhelming. Many times it comes from the lie of not having a father figure, not knowing what that looks like, not studying the words uh, to see what God says about the role of a father in the household is so incredibly important. I love the nuggets in this book. And I love this right here. It says, how to be a man after God God's own heart, no matter where your heart is right now. And so that is a powerful message because many times, you know, men won't pick this book up because they think that they're going to, oh, here's this guy, knows everything and so forth. And you've heard it right here from Eric. Listen, we all have a flesh. We are all here on the earth and we are all in different levels in our sanctification walk. But I'm telling you, the closer you grow to God, the easier it will get to be that man of God in your household, to be that mother, to be that sister in Christ and so forth. There's so many incredible nuggets in here. You know, it's funny, I am, I'm not a husband, obviously, I'm not, I'm not a father, even though I had to step into that role of balancing both raising my kids. But I got so much out of this book, Eric. And so when you wrote this book, were you, were you kind of like focus only on men in the household? Or was it just the family? Because it really affects the entire family
1: it does and that's a good question because i'm it's one of those challenges because if we if we just look at the level of parenting if we just look at that level there are there are things that a dad does and there are things that a mom does that that are unique to them like there are things that i there are mom things that i can't do for my my kids and and just like you know Rachel she can't there are dad things that she can't do in the same way. Right. And so, but there are a lot of parenting things that we do, you know, regardless of whether you're, you're a mom or a dad, you know, there are things we need to be, be thinking about with our kids, you know, whether it's being intentional with them, whether it is spending time with them, whether it is, you know, asking questions of them, just building that relationship regardless of who you are, those are things as parents, we need to, those are things that we need to do. Uh, and the same thing, um, with, with modeling, uh, faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, one of the things that as I was writing, it really struck me and, and I wanted to convey was you can't teach what you don't know. And so whether, whether you're a mom or a dad, whether, You know, whether you're married or not, to be of consequence and influence in the kingdom of God, we are at a disadvantage the less we know from God's word. And so we need to be able to do that. So, you know, regardless, as a as a Christ follower, that's something we can do. And then, you know, there are other things in terms of just a faith walk what are we teaching our children? What are we saying is important, but even more, you know, if they look at, you know, if they look at mom or dad, they look at our calendars, they say, okay, what's, what does the week look like? And what are we doing? They should see this. They should see Christ in there working through us. Mm. And so it was not intentionally written with both men and women in mind. However, there are a lot of things that that overlap in terms of you know when we talk about different traps we can fall into with our time and our money and our attention, really being focused on the Lord and growing in him, modeling what it is to follow and just that parent. So there are a lot of things that do overlap.
0: I can see that and I really enjoyed it. I had it was laying on my um, table and a friend had come by and she picked it up and she goes, this looks really good. I need to get a copy for my son. I said, yes, you do. I said, I would give you that copy, but I'm going to be interviewing Eric in a couple months. And I really want to see what the Lord was speaking through his heart when he wrote this. And I was very impressed with what I seen because there is, we know the stats um, are very uh, challenging. When we look at incarceration rates and things like this, the lack of a role model father in the household is detrimental to society as a whole Mm -hmm. and in this book it is it is written in a way where it's an equipping piece it really Mm -hmm. is i think that the lord really used you in that way to say okay dads here's something to help you along the way and what i love so much about it is if you guys look at this it is an easy read. It's a super easy read. And where a lot of times we feel like we have to go take a full course, you know, eight week course on dad and dadhood and fatherhood. And it's this thick and it's going to be so difficult and we just can't wrap our brain around it. People get overwhelmed and they do nothing. Listen, y'all, if you are a man and you are watching this, or if you are a woman and watching this, this is a great gift for the man in your life, whether, see, look at that easy read, easy read, sit down. And I'll tell you, Eric, I was so impressed with this. I just sat down, read it in one night. I was like, man, this is good. This is good stuff. It is equipping. It is good for the household as a whole. And uh, so if you're a wife, if you are a mother of adult children, if you are a coach or a counselor, this is a resource I plan on using with clients. This is a place where men fall short. And I don't mean that. I'm not meaning that in a in a um, condescending way, but they do by default. They and because they just don't stop and think about it. It's funny how so many times career uh, and the role of a father is so challenging because they've got this this weight of having to run the household, provide, and all of these things. And they get so caught up in the providing mode that they forget. And I'm not by. I don't think they intentionally do it, but a lot of their fathers they'll miss this uh, this baseball game or this recital or this, that, and the other. And they don't realize these kids are going to be grown and they're going to remember. They're not going to remember whether or not dad got them the latest tennis shoes. They're going to remember, was dad present in my life with the important things? And this right here is just another way of equipping men in your life to be able to kind of sort through the priorities, be intentional based on God's word. So, Eric, this is really good stuff. I absolutely what you've done. Any um, plans of a future book to off the tails of this one?
1: You know, it's, it, it's funny you ask, because I am working on, I'm working on something else. I'm probably about a third of the way through it. And part of that has come from, you know, I wrote this book and then I've done all these podcasts. And one of the fascinating things is, well, anytime you write something, it, when it goes to print, it's done, Right you you can always look back and say oh I wish I would have added this wish I would have added that it doesn't matter it's done because it has to print and and so what's been fascinating is having a lot of different conversations afterwards and talking with a bunch of different people and it it has sparked a lot of a lot of thinking really as you know even beyond maybe more legacy, a little farther in that Mm. scope, because I think that's something I'm working on is this idea of, you know, what does, because if you think about your personal influence, what you can influence, you are, you know, if you're within a family, you're limited really to to a spouse, you're limited to your children, and maybe your grandchildren, if, you know, grandchildren happen, potentially great-grandchildren, but, you know, that's, and yet you will have an ongoing legacy of some kind. Yes. Uh, and so that has been really stirring in me, especially how do you bridge the gap between, you know, we have a lot of people who, who have great wisdom, who are older and you know, we have uh, younger people and how do you bridge that gap? But even more, how do we, how can we sort of equip our kids and our grandkids and going forward, or even those who are not, in our family tree, biologically, but those around us. And how do we give them not only some equipping, but a vision that says, "Wow, um, if if the Lord does not return 150 years from now, I will have caused some ripples in the pond somewhere." So the question is, what? How can I be intentional, looking that far ahead? in what I am doing and what I am saying and what I'm trying to build, because I think too often, and I'm guilty of this, you know, the things around us, the stuff is it's temporary, all of it's temporary. And so it's, it's trying to keep that eternal perspective of what, what has eternal significance. And so that's something I'm, I'm, I'm working on. I'm, I'm, putting together some material. So we'll see, you know, Lord willing, we'll get it together. And then I'm, I'm also working on making an audiobook copy of uh, leading well at home. So that's, well that's in the works as well. So yeah, those, those are a couple of things that are on the radar.
0: I love that because uh, men are busy. Women are busy. We're living in a season where we are all fast paced and we need the encouragement and they can listen to that on the go, uh, whether they're on their way to work or jogging or whatever it is that they do. That's amazing. I love what you're putting together because I am all about legacy and imparting to the next generation. Uh, For those of you that do not know uh, about the Godfident event, uh, it is all about the older pouring into the younger and the younger pouring into the youngest. Everyone has value and everyone has uh, the ability to influence your sphere of influence, regardless if you're 10 or you're 100, you've got something to give. And so I think that you're right, Eric. I think so many times uh, there has been what we referred to as a generation gap, if you will. And... I, a lot of times what one generation will allow, the next one will celebrate. And we've seen this over and over in history. And if there are more people that are sensitive to what is the Holy Spirit telling me in my life to do to make an impact, right here, right now, but has legacy attached and has the ability to impact the generations uh, in, all the way down, you know, for a hundred years or whatever, you know, and that's exactly what you're doing. And, and for those of you that don't know, I met Eric through his amazing wife, Rachel, and I met Rachel through their daughter, Kate. She was a student of mine at RTA and what an impressive family all. So this is, I, you know, I don't interview people that I don't feel like uh, is going to make a impact. And uh, what Eric is doing is incredibly important, because there are fathers out there discouraged, and they don't know what can I do to be a better dad? How can I serve my family? Well, how can I walk in my calling balance my career and still have time for my family? And it's all right here in leading well, uh, leading well at home. And if you lead well at home, (laughs) God family, everything else, it's going to, your career is going to fall into place. Mm. And if your career has become your God, then you need to repent and read this book. I'm just saying, I don't mean to sound harsh. I don't mean to sound harsh. I'm just being real. I mean, we are living in times where we all mothers, fathers, uh, brothers, sisters, we all need to step up and be sensitive Mm. to imparting to the next generation, because what we see now Uh, going on in the churches, going on in the schools, and so forth. They need encouragement. They need uh, some stability and some resources, and I've seen that you're providing that. I love on your website, and for those of you uh, that are listening to this on audio rather than visual, the website is entrusting the faith dot com. And you can do forward slash podcast to to get on the podcast. You can go on there and uh, get the book. It's on there as well. Leading um, well at home and just Google, Google Eric and you will get this information. If you have any problem finding his information, please reach out. I will send you the link directly and his bio will be in the show notes as well. But uh, Eric, I want to thank you for what you're doing. Not just for your own family and for fathers, but for the body of Christ.
1: Oh, my pleasure! And you know, it's um, just trying to be faithful. You know, it's it's that you know, it's the the loaves and the fishes, right? I've got this is what I've got. Uh, Lord, help me to be faithful with what You've given to me. So,
0: Amen, Amen. Well, if you could leave the audience with a key, and it doesn't have to be some major key, it could be a, your favorite scripture, it could be a word of encouragement. What would that key be?
1: Yeah, so if you can hear this, you are not perfect. Because guess what, I'm not either. Uh, we need we need Christ working in us and through us to do anything of any type of substance and consequence. Uh, the biggest thing is is to just take that first step wherever you're at. Figure out what that next step is, that next right step, whether it is. You know, I, I need to submit, I need to know more or I I need to to do whatever, but but also then walk in faith. When you try stuff, it's gonna be messy and it's okay, right? It you know, but but make that next right step and and just trust that the Lord's going to um he's gonna walk you through it.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, listen, y'all, I encourage you. Uh, Father's Day is really not that far off. We're just a couple of months. If you are a man watching this broadcast, I encourage you to, ch- I challenge you to get a uh, 10 copies of this and invite 10 men to read it with you, hold each other accountable. Uh, Eric, uh, this is, this is good material. Is there a coinciding? I know that you've got some stuff in here where people can practice what they're learning. Um, Do you, are you planning on converting this into a Bible study type format? I know the book can be used as a Bible study right now, but are you planning on doing any additional work with that?
1: So I've been been kicking around some ideas on that. Uh, There is a study guide at the back, but I've been looking at, you know, how you have those list of things that you want to accomplish. Uh, One of the things that that I've been looking at is really trying to do like a video series to be able to for for conversation purposes. So that is sort of it's on the radar uh, in terms of what we're thinking through. Uh, There is a study guide at the back. I actually had the opportunity to go through the book with a group of guys and it it's really neat so it is it's bite-sized it's action steps and you can get it anywhere I mean even if you go to Amazon you can get it in ebook form any any place like that in the doctors, com. also
0: resources resources and even some recipes in there I thought that was interesting uh,
1: yeah so part of it was how can you do something fun with your kids that they'll remember and those were just some easy things that that I had tried and discovered and failed at and tried again. And so it was just one of those, you know, if you want something and you're trying to branch out, there's some neat ideas in the back.
0: So guys, you can do this as a personal study. You can also do it with another group of men. And I challenge you to do that because you, when the Lord downloaded this into Eric, it was for the body of Christ. And if you are a female watching this, Uh, Father's Day is coming. This is something good to get for the man in your life, whether, again, like it's your grown son. I plan on getting a couple copies of these. I think they're great. I also, Eric, I have such a heart for uh, detention and jail ministry. I think something like this in the jails would make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that men, while they are having to contemplate the bad choices they've made in their life, that they could really glean from this so that when they come out, they can have something to hold on to and some Mm -hmm. principles to practice practice. So I don't know what all the Lord's going to do with this book, but I believe that it'll reach a lot of people for the good. So I want to thank you for saying yes when the Lord asked you to do this.
1: Oh, thank you. And I appreciate I uh, just appreciate the opportunity to yeah, just trying to be faithful with what the Lord has given me and we'll we'll see where it goes.
0: Amen. Well I'm so glad you went to that homeschool convention with Rachel. And I'm so glad that she asked you the hard question where you had to stop and say wait a minute what can i do and you did it so god bless you brother and i thank you for that
1: oh thank you
0: Listen, y'all go to his website, check out the resources, send this broadcast to a friend who needs some encouragement, specifically our brothers in Christ. Listen, their role of head of the household is not an easy one. And it's not for the faint heart, but there are, like Eric said, you don't have to be perfect. We are all progressing. As we go closer to Christ, we become more like him. We don't become without sin, but we sin less whenever we spend time with the father. And that's what it takes. And we can't give away something we don't have. So we need to go to the Lord. We need to seek his wisdom and counsel. We need to have the right resources to help us with imparting to the next generation. So thank you so much, Eric. God bless you, brother.
1: Thank you, Maggie. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, for the invite.
0: Yes, I absolutely have enjoyed our time together. And I know that others have as well. And we will get this out to many. You guys have heard it and seen it right here on Keys to Your Best Life. God bless you guys. See you next time.